0: and welcome to another interview on the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. We have had a few of this. We had Kerry Silken on the first of January, and we have got a few lined up this weekend. First of all, I'm the manager tonight. We've got Ryan as always, and I'm joined by one half of one of the best tag teams in Ireland. I, I think he'd he'd say it himself as well if he was being honest. Uh, he is also a European Karate sh- Champion and uh, just an all-round great guy. It's Clayton Long or Clong or whatever whatever al- alias he goes by. How are you, sir?
1: I'm oh, very good. How are you, bud?
0: Uh, I'm not doing to too good. Uh, as good as you can be, like I I was lockdown going for you? The last last show, I think you were a you were a cheerleader in the uh, in the audience at the Irish School of Irish Wrestling. so I, I vividly remember yeah. you booing Debbie Kaitel at the top of your lungs. So it's been a it's yeah. been a long time since then. So how have you been?
1: It's been a long time. Yeah, it really has. I've been great, man. You know, uh, I've started a new job in a petrol station, so I don't have to sit around and do absolutely nothing all the time, which is absolutely amazing for my mental health as well like so you know I'm just delighted to actually have something to do everyone looks at me weird when I say it in work as well they're like oh I hate to be in work now you could have a bit of time off I'm like no I'm I'm only delighted to be here like yeah you get, you get looked at weird when you say it
0: yeah no because I uh, over Christmas like the lockdown I was like oh, I'm not in no routine I'm back in college now and I've got a bit of routine started running a bit and you kind of you kind of people like oh why do you want to do it like you, I'd rather sit around the couch but after a while it just gets a bit like it yeah. just, it it's just nice to have
1: a week off.
0: Yeah, but not not too week, much.
1: Like five to seven days is an off, and then it's like, ah, oh, I just kind of want to get back to my normal life now.
0: Yeah, um, that was a bit too long. But you, you said about the petrol station, and I have to. We'll start off with it because, uh you're 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 now a superhero, or you've saved you've saved yeah. the lives of many people. Tell us that story. And someone, <laughs> someone asked. I think it was uh, Blair Wrestling asked on on Twitter when you put up. Uh, did you start the fire? So answer
1: that question and then tell the story. Uh, No, I actually didn't start the fire. Uh, But if anyone who knows me personally heard me say that wouldn't believe me because I'm a bit of a trouble starter. But No, I didn't actually start the fire. I did put it out, though. Um, So as I said, I'm working at a petrol station now in a centre, shout out Circle K. Mm. And uh, so I was just working on tills and it was like, you know, a normal day. There was two few customers in the shop. It was lunchtime, so it was busy and um i could i could i just had this weird smell and i thought it was like did i spill something on my mask during my lunch break or something and uh, so i and then the ice cream the ice cream machine behind me like i know that was acting up a few days beforehand as well so i thought there's something something inside there is like overheating or something so i smelled it uh, the fan and uh, it wasn't that and um, then some one of the customers just goes oh there's a fire in the deli and uh, the girls there can't put it out so I was like, "Oh, okay, that's not good." So yeah. uh, I just said, "Look, uh, all of you, all the customers, you just need to like leave the store, uh, just calmly. No, no one's in any immediate danger. Like, just calmly and safely, please leave the shop. Whatever's in your hands, go with it. I don't care. Like, no one's going to give out. There's a fire, so out you go onto the forecourt and go as far back as possible, uh, behind the wall if you can. And uh, so I went over to the deli then." And we have this uh, little machine that wraps cling film around pizzas and seals it to keep them uh, fresh yeah. so that we can cook them at home. And uh, that just got left unattended during the little lunch rush for, like I think, about five minutes in total, and it just caught fire. Like That yolk's been left unattended for a half an hour, 45 minutes at a time, and nothing's happened. But they, today was the day. Like It just caught fire. So uh, I go over to Delhi anyway, and Christine, one of the girls that was working, gave me the fire blanket, and I just smothered the fire down and uh when the when the flames got down off the wall a bit i plugged everything out around it and then we all just left the shop like it, it actually it wasn't a big deal at all no uh, it's been made out to be a big deal like by newspapers and stuff but it really wasn't you know any anyone like i don't have any fire training at all and i knew what to do like it, it wasn't a big deal no
0: but um but now because uh, tommy flynn um very one the honor of the uh forums on the Facebook page asked that as well. So I need to get that out of the way because you've been asked a lot about, but um, we'll yeah, get into the, but we'll get into the wrestling in a minute. But it's a, it's an interesting story. It's one you're going to be telling on Christmas at Christmas time every year when someone, yeah. has, someone goes around. It's going to be every every year. The auntie's going to ask you about it or something. Uh, as soon
1: as we're out, I would have people around for Christmas again, anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, in terms of your journey into wrestling, I, I was doing a bit of research, and you're obviously a European karate champion. How did that yeah. um how how was that first of all and then how did it kind of how did you get take wind of wrestling and were you did you think that you could you could kind of was there any wrestlers that you were watching that you were like oh that that I can turn this style into so that'd be really cool in wrestling or was it something a lot more straightforward how did how that transition work out
1: um well it actually all kind of started um in a pub um so I got back watch I I ran into one of my old mates Keen that uh, I went to school with. Um And he was like, this is a good few years now before I even started wrestling, probably a couple of years before I started wrestling. And he goes, look, I'm going to have a few lads over to my house uh, to watch WrestleMania. You know, why don't you pop over? I know you used to like wrestling. You know, it'd be a good chance to catch up. We hadn't really talked since school finished. So I said, all right, yeah, go on. I'll I'll come over and watch WrestleMania. And then I just started watching it religiously, like every week, you know, watching Raw, SmackDown. And um, then I started watching NXT as well. And um, I was watching nxt uh in japan actually um and they they kept on saying you know finn balor uh was actually running a school in bray in ireland so i said to myself like you know i was i was i was stuck in a bed i tore my hamstring in a fighting in japan uh so i was basically stuck in bed and i was just watching this and i was just thinking to myself oh that I wonder if that school is still going. Like, you know, I'd, I'd love to try it and I think I'd be good at it. So uh, I looked it up anyway and then lo and behold, there's uh, Five Factory Pro Wrestling in Bray County, Wicklow. So sent a message um, and uh, first first week back, uh, I went down and tried it out and just fell in love there and then.
0: Yeah. But uh, like, because um, it, it does it does suit, because you said NXT and I I... I I was thinking earlier, like the the kind of some some of the, like my favorite wrestlers have like Alistair Black in NXT and his run was one of my favorite. Yeah, and he amazing. and he, amazing Tommy and like some of the some of the transitions and the kicks. And I, when I was watching you in that six man, we'll go to that six man later. But those transi- – was like the kicks and transitions and the really quick kicks. I was like, yeah, that's that's like Alistair Black, Black That's like yeah, that. and then Speedball obviously more closer to home because he fights in OTT. Um, yes. that, that, that's a that's a, that's a nice little dream match. If if, if when, once I was me Speedball
1: actually had a, it's really funny. Me and Speedball had a little unsanctioned martial arts fight beside the ring. O T T before uh,
0: there
1: was no crowd around there. It was literally just all all the wrestlers were just in the building. We were setting up, and uh, he called me over and he goes. Uh, I'm going to butcher a Canadian accent here now. He goes, hey, uh, you, you do karate, <laughs> don't you? And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> he was like, uh, do you want to spar? <laughs> and I thought he was messing. So I said, ah, yeah, come on, let's go. And the next thing, <laughs> this man stands up and takes off his trousers. He was wearing jeans. So he's now standing there in his underwear. <laughs> he's a very eccentric.
0: <laughs> he's a very eccentric. He's been on this podcast. He's very passionate. Like he's, he's, he's...
1: Yeah, but he's, he's such a good guy. So then... Uh, I'd say about forty-five seconds later, me and Speedball are bouncing around on our toes, throwing kicks at each other. <laughs> uh, when he's in his underwear, and uh, I just—it was just so funny how it all just happened out of nowhere. Could you and could, then, um, oh, could
0: you imagine if you knocked him out and around the, <laughs>
1: the? Oh the, my <laughs> god, I was terrified. <laughs> was it the was so, it
0: the uh, one where he was the main event? Was it that was the one where he was in the main uh, event? I, 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 he was fine in the main event. I, I, I'm not sure, but. Imagine if you knocked him out and took it far away. T- t- took I, his I was
1: terrified. So uh, I-, I had to take it easy. I was on the back foot for most of the fight. I think <laughs> I could take him. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I had that, to be on the back foot. I couldn't, couldn't chance it.
0: Yeah, that's a match that we'd love to see. But uh, as I was saying there, like it seems like a quite a natural transition. And then all of a sudden, yeah. um, obviously we were meant to have Martin on with us, but we'll get you back on both together um, soon. Yeah, we, unfortunately. We've pl- plenty, plenty to talk about. Um, uh, but... How did you guys start well you you's obviously met in trend but how, where, where were the ideas? Who who was the first person to go, let's do let do you wanted to see if we can do a bit of tag team stuff? And obviously you're like you're like brothers now, so how did that kind of relationship yeah. flourish or whatever?
1: Um so actually we did meet in training, believe it or not, when Martin Sears first started coming to the training, he was the quietest person you'd ever meet in your life. Um like he was like a mouse, you wouldn't hear a squeak of him. And um but uh, you know he slowly started coming out of his shell and all. And obviously you could recognize talent in them straight away. Um I was only a few matches in as well at this stage myself. So I I I hadn't like I couldn't say nothing to no one. But um we kind of got talking amongst ourselves at first, uh um, you know, being like maybe, maybe we could start a tag team. Um, and it was kind of just thrown out there a little bit between each other. And then one day, uh, after training, Phil, the head coach Phil Boyd called us over to The ring one day after training, and he goes to us. uh, How would you feel about becoming a tag team on for from the next show onwards? And so we said, "Yeah, Uh, we both agreed that that would be something that we wanted to do." Um, so we started there and then, like, and uh, we figured out our team name and did our first promo, and uh, we realized how bad the two of us are at promos there, especially (laughs) because we we can't take we can't take each other seriously at all. No. Um. So we tried there our first promo then, and uh, it kind of all just kickstarted from there. Like at the end of training one day, where, where Phil Phil actually said it to us, and uh, we said, yeah, we give it a try. And geez, thank God we did.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's it gone well. From- yeah, he's going to hit the ground running once this comes back. And you said the name. Where did it's a? Neat, it's a simple question. Where did the name come from? Were you was in a petrol station? Were Because <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking when you said you work in a petrol station, you get you get reminded of your wrestling every day when you when you walk past the free yeah, yeah. in there. So how candy yeah, that there. come um,
1: from? Yeah. <laughs> this was actually really funny. Martin stairs up. Uh, Martin used to put these really funny statuses up on Facebook, and uh, he put up something like. Um, whoever threw a bottle of Rock Shandy at me nanny is dead or, is dead or something right? there something <laughs> along those lines so uh, I think some of the lads just started calling him Rock Shandy after like after that and uh, we just said um, and sometimes we were doing like the Daniel Bryan yes kicks but we'd oh, shout yeah. Rock and Shandy so I yeah. think it came from there. Well
0: then you have your little uh, jig th- as well you do a little strut as well. I noticed that before the man when, when the yeah. chant gets going you have a little strut there. <laughs>
1: yeah rock the Rock Shandy strut the rock shandy
0: <laughs> um but no you've got like a as someone said on the facebook page um someone asked martin uh as you were saying with the facebook someone asked him about the rate my plate facebook page i mean do you know anything yeah. about martin what's this about
1: <laughs> martin loves the rate my plate facebook page right so rate my plate is basically just a thing that people put up pictures of the most disgusting looking meals you could think of like um a really bad example like beans with garlic mayonnaise on oh, a moldy
0: yeah.
1: bun or a moldy roll or something like that. So um Martin Martin just shares he just laughs so hard at them. Oh
0: we have to be, we have to get him react we have to get him uh have him make something and send it to Gordon Ramsay have you seen those Gordon Ramsay reactions where he's reacting to people making food it's the funniest thing ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay reactions are always hilarious. Oh so.
0: man he hates everything. But no uh, that's amazing and it, there's a sound someone has asking have you asked about the uh is it true you've never actually drunk Rock Shandy and it's all a gimmick? The liquid in their bottles is pure orange flavour vape juice. I think that's Linus. That's a very (laughs) Linus
1: question. (laughs) That's uh, that's not true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Neither of us uh, either condone or drink vape juice ourselves. Um, (laughs) It is 100% Rock Shandy.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no... um it's a great it's a great gimmick someone's like have you ever contacted brit vic in ireland to produce soft drinks i think i've been to their their depot and transition or whatever have you ever uh, has, is, is is there big plan stick kind on of, it like, Have you been been sending emails to people um, for sponsorships
1: <laughs> i i had a couple of back and forward emails with um the club orange um people and uh, they just said that they had no interest in sponsoring anybody After a couple of emails, so it was something that that you know it was worth looking into. Like we told them, we were willing to send a few matches and stuff like to show them, you know, that we people are very excited about us. Like we're we're only up and coming now, um, but we will hopefully when this gets back on its feet and like we will hopefully have a really good following, um, that we could be potentially someone that would be worth looking into as potential sponsors. No, yeah, but, uh, they said they said they had no interest in sponsoring anybody so
0: uh they'll th- change their mind soon enough when you have the bills when you have the yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um user thought you are talking about like how like you and marion are like just making sure to laugh um i love asking this question to people because I, I know there's good stories is there any good training stories that you, that are that you could tell us that you, that you can reveal to us like so, some crit- some funny stories that happen when when there's there's no cameras, now, but it must be there must be a good story in there. Um,
1: I just I suppose like there's ones from training is I could randomly just get pulled to the ground and attacked by Martin. Um, like <laughs> uh, anyone could be explaining something like, or we could just be on a little break from training and I just hear this scream from behind me, and next thing I'm on the ground and Martin's beating me up on the ground. Um, but uh, I suppose the funniest one, uh. Me and Martin'd have uh, full wrestling matches uh, going along the streets of Dublin. Um, like we'd be hip tossing each other onto our feet, uh, arm dragging each other onto our feet. Um, I don't know if I think we might have done monkey flips onto our feet and all as well, just just across the streets of Dublin. Um, <laughs> or he'd pick me up in a suplex and just walk me down the road.
0: Bit of money, uh, bit that, of, let's... Put, put put a hat down on the ground for a bit of
1: change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Or uh, sometimes if there's like. For whatever reason in Dublin, I don't know why it happens, very often you just see many, many cardboard boxes like lined up beside a tree. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes we could just get suplexed into them or speared <laughs> into them or something like so. It's a dangerous character to be around.
0: I'd rather watch that than watch some of the stuff that's, that that are some of the music or the preachers are on I'd rather watch a wrestling <laughs> match with new Util on the street, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but... um. But now, like it's as we're we're talking about, like the up and comers and that show that we were at, that you were kind of the ring. I, I noticed you were the ringleader of all the cheers and having a great laugh. It must be great to see some of the lads, some of the lads come like that. That show was that show was one of my more enjoyable shows. I'm I'm assuming you you didn't have the you didn't have to wrestle and you could enjoy it, so it must have been a good show as well. But the last time the world was normal, uh, I went to Carrot the week after, but that was one of my favourite shows. Of the year, like last year, because it was just good yeah. to see Kelly because Lynch's debut was one of the best moments. Like,
1: that was a great match, that was, that was a great match for a debut moment. as well. That was amazing.
0: That needs to be put out on video. I keep telling people, like, you haven't seen this man. This is yeah. this is a moment. Like, what was that like being in the crowd and just watching that? Like, is watching two lads who I've heard they work so hard, but like, what was that like? That must have laid a fire yeah. under you as well, because I know you want, like, just there, there is opportunities out there. Uh
1: um. Well, I can tell you now, like, they're definitely like right up the top of our list of people that we want to wrestle with when things go back to normal. Um, uh, There was just a sense of, like, proud, you know, like, everyone there, there was, we were all proud of them. Um, Now, I don't know the two boys extremely well. I've trained with them a few times in the School of Irish Wrestling. Um, you know, we me, we tried to get up there, like, once every couple of weeks if we could to do a bit of training with Joe. Um, Joe Cabré.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Uh, just from training with the lads, they do work really, really hard. Like, um, and their match in particular was was definitely one of the best matches tonight. And it was it was just it was great to see, you know. There was there was a lot of pride behind it. Everyone was so proud of them. Like because you know, you know that they do work really, really hard. Um, but definitely we'd love to mix it up with those. Oh, Absolutely that, love
0: to. Oh, that would be an amazing match. And that kind of leads on to kind of like dream matches, is there? do you have a a definitive list or is there anyone it's probably ever evolving like single like it happens as well so like singles or tag is there people on the top of your list that you're that you're definitely want to face in the future
1: Um, I want to wrestle more than hype uh, everywhere in the world oh yeah Um, they're my absolute favourite people to wrestle Um, I I think I could wrestle Darren Carney inside of a cardboard box and I think we'd get good reactions from it. I, me, and, me and Darren just have great chemistry. Um, Kings of the North, we want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, True pros. Um, my mind is kind of drawing blank at the minute for tag teams, but like you just see so many amazing tag teams. Uh, Speedball and MAU, oh. you know, coming through oh, oh OTT. There's just so many. You yeah. versus the
0: young ones. Oh. The young, the young ones would be an honor. Mate. You and yeah, Lee, that was oh, another one as well. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. The I'd be great. I watched them fight each other in Germany and match in March in in the pure rules. I think you'd be great at the. I'd say you've yeah. have, you, have you seen the W X W ambition stuff? I'm sure you have. I, I'd say you'd love to mix up and that kind of thing. That, that that'd be right up your alley.
1: That's that's the way. Uh, They've no ropes around, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's kind of like it's a it's a shoe style yeah. tournament. It's shoot style tournament like you'd see like Ridge. Yeah, like cool ridgeway beat speedball with just a kick in the head like and like it it would be i'd say that would be right up your alley you'd love to do like a i don't know if they'd ever yeah, do it I'd in ireland to. but you'd love to do a shoot start wrestling tournament like
1: <laughs> yeah that would be cool that would be really cool um I, de- I definitely would love to get in and have some extremely physical matches with like the likes of uh, ridgeway and uh, speedball um just for whatever reason i just i just love getting hit really hard
0: when yeah, were wrestling,
1: like this, especially <laughs> especially in a safe way, yeah. um, like what well, you were saying, like we will talk about the six man, but uh, there was a part in the six man where I think Nathan slapped me or something, and I just told him like just slap me as hard as you can, like let's just just go for it, and um, there's just something about that that fires me up. I think that's from the martial arts background as well, though. You know, you get hit, yeah, I'm... like all right, let's let's go.
0: Yeah, I I asked people about this. Was that was the transition tough in terms of because in karate I don't know I'm, I'm not the most I'm not the a karate expert I've I've watched many yeah. fights but I'd I'd assume like karate you're trying to you're trying to legitimately hit 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 someone whereas whereas in wrestling you're trying you're trying to you don't want to like you don't want to KO yeah. someone in the middle. Of, what was that transition like for you? Did you have to kind of be a bit more reserved, or would you say it, it it obviously helps? But is there obviously a few hindrances when you're starting up?
1: Uh I I think the the only thing that I could say is it helped me so much. Like from I just think I think it helped me pick everything up so much faster. Um but uh as far as like so the the, sparring, the karate that I done the competition wise, you know, you'd get your black eyes and stuff, but most of the time it's because you're beating the person yeah. or you know, you're just uh you're just fighting someone who is a bit of a, a dick. Like, am I allowed to mm-hmm. curse?
0: Yes, you are. No, no problem. All right. Yeah. No yeah. You'd be fighting.
1: You'd be fighting a dick. Like. Um. So usually you're supposed to, just touch off the skin and pull it back. Uh. With, with regards to head, but um, it, it It never stayed that way. Like you know, the person that you'd be fighting, like, if you're beating them, they, they'd try to hurt you. Like instead of just you know play the game, touch and pull, take their scores. Um. But uh, the. Definitely, I think the worst the worst one I ever got was um, I was fighting in Budapest and a Russian fella I was beating. So him and his coach were standing across the match from me and my coach, who also happened to be my sister. And they were laughing. They were looking across and laughing, and they, they pointed at his at his chest where his country flag would have been. So they're like basically saying, "All up, we're against Ireland. There's a free pass in the next round." So I was like, "Oh, fuck you! Like yeah. I'm winning this fight. I don't care what I have to do to do it, but I'm winning this fight." And um, so I scored a head kick on him. i three points up, and uh, then, um, if if you try to embarrass me, I will embarrass you. I don't, <laughs> don't care how I have to do it. I love that. So um, I went three points up, and uh, at this stage, I I just put my hands down by beside my belt, and I walked myself back into a corner. And he tried to hit me, and I dodged it. Tried to hit me again, and I dodged it again and uh, then I started laughing at him and pointing at his flag and then I hit him again so like um, no, Max, Max, then, Holloway,
0: Max Holloway shit, <laughs> Max Holloway yeah, shit though, for that yeah yeah like
1: literally you just you just get into that zone you're like I, I I would was willing to bow to you and show you the ultimate respect before we started fighting and now and now I'm going to show you why you don't disrespect me but um
0: it's, it's kind of like that. It's it's kind of like that Khabib thing from when from when he fought McGregor. It was like he was fully respectful, yeah. but once you start once you start being a we'll, we'll talk, we're gonna do a bit of a diversion into the MMA because because there's a it's a huge MMA right. week, but like if McGregor was just a drunk mess at that time and they, he paid for it because Khabib fucking like Kabib was like I think he said I watched them um, I watched what, one of the YouTube episodes today where Dana and Khabib were at a UAE event and they were kind of like skeleton cool. wrestlers with Michael Sarah and stuff. And uh, Khabib was like, "I'm I'm respectful, and I don't want to hurt anyone in the ring." And then someone asked him, I think Sarah asked him, "Oh, but did you want to hurt McGregor?" He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I wanted to hurt. That was the only time yeah. I wanted to hurt that man." It's kind of like that. Like it's, it, I'm, I'm assuming it's kind of like that. Respect until
1: you're disrespectful. Yeah. That's that's absolutely it. Like, um, you know, I'm very very laid back person very respectfully. I, sometimes I talk, I would turn and I, I could say something trying to be funny that might hurt someone's feelings and no one will feel worse about it than me. Like, oh, yeah. You know, um, but uh, definitely th- that was that was 100% it. But, um, you know, majority of the time, you know, you touch the skin and you pull your hand back. So, you know, you have that ultimate control like of your limbs. Like I, I can lift my leg, I can tap it off your face and I can pull it back or yeah. I can put it straight through. Uh, so, with transitioning to wrestling, I always had that control over my my hands and my feet, where I can just touch off your skin and pull it back. It's it's no issue. Like that's I've been training to do that since I was like twelve years of age, um. So that control was already there, um. So it was never a thing of like, oh, how am I going to learn how to not hit people here? But um, in terms of actually actual contact and getting hit, you get hit a lot harder in wrestling than you oh do you yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, because because yeah, you because you're fighting your friends like like that's the thing with yeah. like that's the thing with um the b- biggest difference between wrestling. like wrestling um, in in karate, I'm assuming you know you're you're very rarely in maybe an Irish championship you'd fight people you know and your mate but in wrestling yeah. you're a lot more likely if you get in the ring with Nathan or Martin you want to beat the crap out of each other you want to make yeah. <laughs> like like I'd say I'd say that's a good feeling sometimes get a bit angry out but you know I'd say it's a lot of fun getting in there with your mate a lot more fun getting in there with your mates as opposed to karate, it's just down to business.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred oh, percent man. There's nothing there's nothing like sharing that that squared circle with your mates. There's no better feeling in the world. Um especially like um you trust you can trust him with your life. Um absolutely. Uh, like any of the lads that I train with that, that I would have been in the ring with, I absolutely like trust him a hundred percent with my life. Um I don't know if there's a person in the world that I trust more than Darren Carney when it comes to keeping my body safe.
0: Oh man, um, that man that, that, we just have that some, connection. Some, like some of those new moves that he's that um that my, my, one of my favorite moves is that like suplex into the power bomb. I, when I saw that, I was like, "He yeah, must
1: be the carny Crusher." Like Carly, the
0: Carney Crusher is on. Like he he must. What's it like? what is the process of making a new move, or when you're trying to think of a new move? Or when someone else is trying to like, someone's like, oh, can I try this move on you? What's that like? That must be really fun in training. Because it's like, it's basically like yeah. being on 2K and being like, let's try this. let's try this or try that. That must be the fun the funnest yeah. bits about wrestling.
1: The, the funnest, the, that is definitely one of the funnest. The funnest part of wrestling is uh, at the end of training, tagging in and out. So everyone just stands around the edge of the ring. Two people start off in the middle and you just tag in and out. You know, you start off, everyone gets to practice selling and like, Uh, your strikes and a couple of moves that you wanted to try out like that but towards the end when training is coming to a halt it just becomes like it always just ends up being elimination now so yeah someone will hit a crazy move like and uh the person who took the move will take the pin and roll out a ring and they can go start getting changed or whatever and um but that always just ends up being insane. Like what's, you just get.
0: What's the best move you've ever seen? in that and that. What's the best moment you've ever seen? in that kind of in that. Yeah. Oh god, oh that's. I, it,
1: I actually don't know. Did anyone? Um, did anyone? Did
0: anyone just go full <laughs> just squash match? Just go in and go super kick or tombstone and go one two three and get them out there. Or...
1: Yeah, a lot of times it would have happened. Yeah, but you just start again after it.
0: Like, oh, that's brilliant.
1: Um, or uh. You know, sometimes uh, the lads will hit you a move, and they're like, "Alright, take the pin now." No, if you're pin now, <laughs> you just kick out anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, somebody kick out. We'll talk about that. We're gonna go into into MMA and talk about this week, but then we'll get into your OTT debut, which was which was must have been surreal. And then uh, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll talk about the six man. But a uh, huge week in MMA. We had. Uh, I think we were talking about this a few days ago. Uh, Holloway. Uh, Put in one of the performances of his life, uh, of anyone's life, um, and then we had uh, a pretty average uh, Wednesday night card. But then we had Kiesa just come out and go, "Colby Covington, the election is over." Yeah. Go, fuck, go fuck yourself, which is probably one of my favorite moments. And then we're building to a uh, pretty cool double main event on uh, Sunday, Sunday morning. So uh, as a big, for I, that oh, as a big MMA fan, uh, first of all, Holloway uh, fucking unreal performance! Isn't it?
1: Oh my god, I've never seen anything like it. I am the best boxer in the UFC. No luck, right hand dodges three four punches. Shouts it again. Lands two jabs. Like it's unheard of.
0: Oh my! Ma- like the like, man uh, was just. Oh, it was like Muhammad Ali esque. Isn't an over. Isn't an overstatement. Yeah. Like
1: it's Oh, absolutely not. Muhammad oh. Ali actually. Fun fact is the reason that I got into combat sports as well.
0: Ah, so then there's a nice. Fights. There's a nice symbolism. Yeah. We 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 have symbolism here on the Hollywood Wrestling Podcast. Tie them all together. Whatever even knowing <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> uh, but like it, it's like the Tyson Fury rope it up stuff. But this was like this Tyson Fury did that against a very average opponent. Um I think yeah. might, well, well, he was alright, but he wasn't. And oh, nowhere near. But Holloway no. did. Holloway did. I compared against,
1: to Tyson Fury anyway. H-
0: Holloway did this against Calvin Qatar, who I don't know a lot about, but I know enough about to, to know that he was a serious contender. Like he was a decent. Oh yeah. Very good contender, and. um what do you think about uh this BT Sport guy? The, the BT Sport guys are pushing, and they said this in the press conference yesterday. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, the lightweight tournament kind of setup. I love the way this is going.
1: Yeah, I actually I watched that um I watched that press conference. I had to watch it over my two breaks and work, but I did catch it. Um, um it was a great press conference, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I I don't know how I feel about this side of McGregor. I think it's fake. I'm not I'm not a McGregor fan. Yeah, I no, was. I'm the biggest McGregor fan in the world, but uh,
0: I don't know if you saw anymore. my. I, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I don't know how you can go from p- putting up videos of a watch that has someone that I'm not going to just has something disgusting in the in the dial to going to. Yeah. I know he's donated. He's donated a lot of money, but of course he would. He he he. he yeah, he,
1: 500k he, donated.
0: Yeah, he could burn a million He a million quid to the hospitals, and that's fair play. We'll we'll leave that in its bubble. Yeah. But 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 it is pocket it is pocket change. It's a really big, it's a fake facade. I, I said I wonder Mitch is gonna turn up when I retweeted him being like, Oh, it was just a fake, nice McGregor, uh, asking yeah. Perrier for his bottle of hot sauce and trying to sell his whiskey. Uh yeah. what I I am glad we agree on that because he went to my primary school, but they just don't reckon. I, I don't like this McGregor and I my heart says my heart says Perrier, I want to knock him out. I know he won't.
1: Oh, I no, I I'm actually I completely couldn't agree with you more in that whole statement. Um Poirier, I don't see getting the job done. If he does, I'll have a heart attack on the spot with the happiness. I love yeah. Dustin Poirier.
0: Yeah, I think genuine, genuine guy. I've been watching the embedded. Yeah. Um it's looking like it's gonna break numbers, But like what do you think about this? We got Gay we got Oliveira. Um it's in terms of if, if McGregor wins and, and he gets sparked out down the line and it's our entertainment. Fair enough, but what do you think about the? Yeah. Who would you be your pick out of all these lightweights as the best lightweight? Um, even if Khabib if Khabib doesn't come back, he's the best because Khabib's the best by a mile. But who do you think? Oh takes yeah, the, who, who do you think takes the cake on this in this like mini tournament that they're talking about? Uh,
1: McGregor does. You know, there's yeah, there's not. I, I mean, as far as being as far as a person goes, you know, he, I don't like him as a person. I I did. I was a big fan. Um, you know, he he's the main reason I was able to make weight. I, I met him, and uh, I asked him about a weight cut, because I was fighting at a very very low weight. So he told me how to get down to the, the the weight like the hard way. But um, so I owe that to him. But I mean, um, so I was a big fan of him. But then you know he started to change, started change. You know, throwing the trolley through the, the bus window like a, a, a bus full of fighters who want to compete at the weekend because that's their job. You know. Like that, that type of stuff, and then punching the old man in the bar. Like now, I completely understand that you, you, thats only one part of the whole thing that we've seen. Like there could have been so many different, like stories there that we didn't hear about. but I don't see any story justifying punching an old man like that. Oh um, no! Just just because you bring it, just
0: because you bring out whiskey—that's subpar. Which I, yeah. I, I just because you bring out for a fight because it's on the canvas and it's subpar, and someone goes, "I don't want." You, of course, if you put a bottle of proper 12 or put a bottle of, and put a bottle of Jack Daniels and Jameson on the table, no, like, I know you're not a drinker, but I'd fucking, I, I fuck, yeah. fucking, yeah, fucking pick a bottle of Jameson up, yeah. So, like, yeah. like not, nothing justifies that, but I'm really looking forward. And then in Ganu and John Jones and that Stipe hold stuff that Dane was talking about, yeah. and that sound, and then he was talking about the Fight Island, would you? Would you go? They was talking about once the pandemic is over and a few what whenever it is, he he doesn't believe in it. I know Dana White is all about money, but whenever that ends, yeah. he was he was he was talking about making Fight Island into this kind of pill party. All these all these destinations. I mean, you'd be te- if, if the coronavirus is completely gone, you'd be tempted, wouldn't you, <laughs> as a fight weekend? If they had John oh, Johnson, yeah. oh, you'd be hundred percent tempted. Um,
1: I, I just to answer your actual question though, like I think. We'll see. We'll see Sunday morning now. What what McGregor we get like in terms of in the cage? Mm-hmm. Um, if That's he's nice. if he's as focused and prepared as you think, I don't think this whole sixty second prediction is actually out the window. He absolutely could not Pori out in sixty seconds. Yeah. Um, will he though? I'm not sure. Uh, but he he absolutely could. Yeah, no I,
0: I, uh, he is talking about this this McGregor fast program that I've been working on. He does look in great shape. Um he yeah, does, he look, does he, in fairness. He, and he, and he, he's saying, and I know Cav, John Cavan has been saying that Conor McGregor runs his own camps now. Make it that what you will. He's been bringing in a lot of, you you might know a few, I don't know if you know a few lads, he's been bringing a lot of boxers in from the Crumlin boxing yeah. He's He's been bringing in a lot of like really, really high level boxers because he's obviously got this Manny Pacquiao thing on the back burner as well. But yeah, he. He looks in great shape. Apparently, Pacquiao is starting to call him out. Uh, he's, he's, he's Dylan Danis is obviously involved with Jake Paul. It's it's a bit mental now. The MMA scene is is yeah, it's blown up. But um,
1: I that, said that could I, actually end up being its own um, like YouTube boxing card as well. Jake yeah. Paul and Dylan Danis uh, in like a co-main event to uh, McGregor Pacquiao. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't, Paul, what, I don't think McGregor or I don't Logan think McGregor, Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Anyway. Yeah, well, Mayweather's
0: broke, so Mayweather will fight anyone until he's sixty. Because, because yeah. uh, he, uh, I've seen videos of him putting diamonds on stopwatches and stuff. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine until yeah. he's sixty. Um, but uh, sadly, and I think McGregor's gone the same way. I think McGregor will waste his. I think McGregor will waste his money as well. Um, personally, yeah. um, but uh, that's there's so much to talk about. We could do that for the whole. We can do that for the whole thing. But um, I think McGregor. I, my, I was saying McGregor fought round. That, 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 was my prediction because I don't think. I think I think he'll want to. He'll I think if he doesn't get that 60 second knockout, I think he'll try and prove a point to the people who he's, he's a bit. He's no, one of the, yeah. He's one of them who, who, his he's one of them who won't like, he, we want to prove a very specific point. Um, yeah. It's a dangerous game doing that with prior because we saw with Gaethje. Oh, 100%. He, he, he walked through, through Gaethje. Yeah. He walked through Gaethje, which was scary. Um, the fight, yeah. with, the fight with Hooker as well. I'm looking forward to Hooker and Chandler. I don't know a lot about them, but yeah. from the build up, that looks like it's going to be that might steal uh, the show. Uh,
1: it's, it's just your, you know, it's one is going to cancel out the other. Like you know, I think as far as Chandler and Hooker goes, I think one of them, it's, I don't know if it's going to be a back and forward war or back and forth war. I think it's going to be one person is able to impose their will. Now, I don't, I think we'll see it in a third or fourth round that we'll see that the tides really shift or maybe even late second round. i think we'll see all right okay it, hooker is going to lead this fight but uh hooker said it himself you know there's always this thing of oh sure chandler's a wrestler he's just going to take him down uh hooker's prepared for that like, oh yeah i think hook most of hooker's fights and now obviously not in the ufc he's fought a lot of strikers in the ufc and he's fought the best strikers in the ufc like he's he wasn't even on my radar slightly, but I watched his last three or four fights I think, and I'm just a huge fan.
0: Oh, I oh, podcast yeah. as well. I'm a big um, fan. Of the Eddie Alvarez was, it, was Eddie Alvarez who he knocked out as well? Or was that? I'm sure Hook was a Hooker who fought Alvarez.
1: I don't know oh, Hooker fought. Alvarez. Oh no, sorry, Poirier it was Poirier. Poirier,
0: sorry, yeah, Poirier fought Alvarez. Sorry, um, I'm too Chandler
1: too. fought Alvarez as well, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But uh, Chandler's what is it? Um. He has nine. Knockout wins and seven submission wins, so he can get it done pretty much everywhere. Um, I have Hooker. If if we're if we're having picks, do you want to do, want to do picks?
0: Let's do picks, and we'll come back because this will be yeah. out this will be out afterwards. So we'll either look stupid or look oh, like gen, look like geniuses. So right, uh, we we'll go. Well, Chandler, I,
1: I've Chandler and Hooker first. My my, my pick for Chandler Hooker is Hooker. I think Hooker will be able to hopefully defend the takedowns and and get him out of there. Um, or uh, he is one tough. Son of a bitch. So I think he'll be able to weather the storm and get a decision victory if he's not lay on top of on the ground. And um, so Hooker would be my pick for that.
0: Yeah, uh, I uh, I wouldn't be as an expert opinion as you, but Hooker looks like a beast. Um, but I think yeah. I I think these two these lads are far too stubborn for their own good. I think I'm gonna go with Hooker on point. I
1: think, yeah, I think I would, Hooker on I point. Be, I wouldn't call myself an expert at all now, man. <laughs>
0: no, no. Compared <laughs> compared to me, anyway, I try. Yeah. And then sh- McGregor and Pare. Uh, this is our. This is our. Uh, we both established. It. This is this is head predictions, not heart, not heart predictions. Yeah. Um, if we were going yeah. with the heart, that we both want Poirier to put, knock a bit of sense into yeah, this oh man, one
1: hundred percent. But um, if I'm going with my heart, I'd like to see Poirier hammer fist McGregor's nose the other side of his face.
0: Yeah. Um... Um,
1: but if I'm talking with my head, I think it's going to be second round McGregor knockout.
0: Mm. I said McGregor. Round I see. Four.
1: I see it happening against the cage.
0: Yeah, I said McGregor round four on that. the radio, so I'm gonna to have to keep. I'm gonna to have to back. I'm gonna have to back yeah. McGregor round. <laughs> McGregor round four. I can't change my prediction based on different yeah. things. So I will got McGregor round four. Um, if he does, I think it will be a lot more impressive if he did it in round four because then it showed it because a lot of his knockouts yeah. have been early. So um, pr- proven. Uh, that Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz coming back to 155. We just completely went over that. He. it would Ma- be tasty, man. Ma- McGregor Diaz. So, Gaethje, yeah.
1: Gaethje looks like that's going to be that matchup as well.
0: Yeah, um, like I want to do a little bit more MMA. So, like MMA content. So whenever, whenever there's big fights on, I'll definitely have, have you on, and we'll talk about talk about MMA. Yeah, and my would love that. Yeah, 100%. absolutely
1: would love that. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. We'll get you, we'll get you on and we'll talk a few. Well, whenever there's big fight, whenever the big fights go down, we'll get you on and we'll uh, get a bit more, yeah, bit more. Yeah, bit more, man. And we'll, we'll, we'll call you the, ex, the uh, MMA expert just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't condone that, but okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, back to the wrestling. Um, We've two big agendas before we finish up. Um, Let you go for your Friday night. Your OTT debut. Um, I'm not alone in saying I shit my pants when you guys came in the ring. It was amazing. Um, First of all, the build-up. The day when you were told you were going to be debuting. Who told you? How did you feel? You you and Martin must have just wrestled each other all over the place. And then... I'll ask you after, I'll ask you the same question after. How, how did that feel?
1: Well, um, it was just so surreal. Like uh, we, we had been going up to Joe's to train for a little while, you know. It, it, I think, I have an awful memory now, right? But the way I remember it is, I think it was kind of, um, if, you, if you come up and help out at the shows and stuff. So we, we had gone and helped out at the shows and all anyway. And then we had started kind of going to Joe's to train a little bit as well whenever we could um and then i think it was kind of a thing of we'll find out on the day you know so uh, number one rule for anyone that's that's uh thinking of starting wrestling or or if you are wrestling um and you you're uh, you ask politely can i can i help out at your show like you know can i come help out with the ring to do ring crew and all that bring your gear with you to anyone who who Listens to this. That is either starting wrestling or and Whenever you get your own gear, don't go to a show without it because you never know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, as far as I know, the way I remember it is we weren't actually going to find out until we were there, um, whether we were on the show or not because our show, our matches are not weren't going to be announced. Um, our first match that was announced was supposed to be against true pros, but obviously COVID took that away from us. Um, yeah only postponed it though hopefully
2: Oh, of um, course, of course. But,
1: but i i think i remember um joe told us you know you can have a couple of seconds like it'll literally just be you know he wanted to build us as this local talent you know we don't get entrance music Um, little did anyone know that we didn't need entrance music um so it, we got there on the day anyway. I think this is from my memory, if it serves right, which it very well couldn't because we, we won't know I've gotten hit in the head quite a lot. <laughs> um, we got told, yeah, you have a spot, um, you know, you'll come out as the local talent and you uh, have like two, three minutes um yeah. for your whole match. Um literally just a squash, you know, we don't want any offence, we want to build you very, very slowly and very naturally. So, of course, we were absolutely delighted to do that. Um, and I remember, the f- the first people that we did tell then were more than hype. You know, they're they're kind of our, you know, like they they've helped us more than anybody else. I think
0: big brother kind of um, big brother kind of in terms of yeah. Wrestling. Even
1: though I'm older than all of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm
0: saying. In, in, terms, in terms of re- th- in terms
1: of experience. Yeah, they're definitely our big brothers. Like, but uh, and uh, the first person I ever locked up it was Lee LJ. Um, the, the, the very he taught me how to lock up wrist lock hammer lock. And then taught me all the reversals of that, like uh, in my very first training session. So, um, for him to be there for for me and Martin's debut, you know, it was it was great. Like, cause uh, we all we were all shared the same locker room, and I just remember being like a, a you know an excitement and a nervousness in the locker room when we were all getting changed. Like it was, it was great. You know, it was, it was the best feeling I ever had. Uh, when it came to wrestling until we walked out through the curtain and then i don't know if anything will ever be that.
0: oh man and you're talking about the no music you guys came from where the fans entered the the arena if i've served me correctly and the, the, you're right the no music the no music was so much so much better the reaction was the yeah. roof the, the the roof blew i think that was the same like hey harvey returned and like that pop was up there like the, those two pops yeah. were like were up there how how. You must have just, your goosebumps must have just shot up and the adrenaline must have shot up as soon as that crowd just went mental. Uh,
1: we, well, so we went, we walked out through the curtain. Um, so we got told, we were freaking out a little bit behind the curtain. We were like, oh, we don't know when we're supposed to like actually walk out here. But um, you know the way uh, Ango always does the, the time is now, yeah. the place is here and this is OTT. You get the OTT chant going. When they left the ring, we were to start walking out. So we done that, and then I just heard a couple of people go, "Oh, oh!" And then everybody—you
0: you caught us so off guard. Like, like we were just relaxed, sitting. You know, you're sitting in, you're getting ready. You've got a few yeah. points. You got a few points. I'd say a point went flying. A few points went flying. Uh, but no, it was just, <laughs> it was just amazing. Like it was, it's, um, it, it, yeah. it, it was, it was, uh, and and like as you were saying, you you pay your dues is the is the old term. Like you do that kind of, but like that is a. That pop is the foundation of like, like everyone, everyone loves Club yeah. Rock Shandy and the Irish wrestling scene. I, you, I don't
1: you, think anyone expected that, like, we certainly didn't. I, 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 the, I can't describe it really, right? We, we got into the ring, I could feel everyone's voice literally hitting me, like, you could feel the, the waves of the sound waves hitting off you, like, it was that loud. And I just started roaring at the top of my lungs in the ring, like just shouting as loud as I could. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a thing to try to rile the crowd up. It's just a natural thing to happen with my body. Like I just started shouting as loud as I could. Um, I was shaking, you know, we were delighted. And we went back through the curtain and there was loads of people lined up there waiting for us. Um, like everybody was talking about that pop. Oh, Everybody I think- was talking about that pop, like...
0: I Think I went up to Martin at the merch when I was walking out and I had a few drinks. I was "Boy, I shook his hand, and I was like, That was an amazing! day and he was still shocked, like, his eye, yeah, he was shocked. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, almost like shocked that's that, like, people were just like going mental about it because it was, it was like it, it must have just been beyond belief, even though you know. Because the thing is, where, like, if you're a Fight Factory fan, you know, Club Rock Shandy, like, it's not like, yeah. it's, not like it's not like there's a wall there that people don't know and it's in a bubble like you know rocks yeah. like we've seen rock shandy have like 20 minute classics and, and and really really good really good matches so it's not like like a shock but like to see like everyone was just like they're but they're in ldt and let's this is a start um yeah. ob- obviously the pandemic hit but um I, I i've asked a few people this when i'm interviewing them during the pandemic um there was there was two different people in the pandemic hit. it was like people who were like oh this is kind of st- stagnating uh or there was people who were like i'm going to use this lockdown to get in the best shape of my life um yeah. think of new ideas uh, a few niggling injuries um get back what 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 was that what was it like for you was it a bit of both are we uh, and uh, and how have you used the lockdown time in terms of wrestling
1: um for the first lockdown um i kind of you know I, I went into it in a very good headspace and uh, i did i got myself into pretty good shape and uh then you know because you see i had a different job during the first lockdown so i then ended up being out of work and having nowhere to go like you know not seeing my friends and and not being able to socialize like i'm a very very social person i get my energy from yeah talking to people and and from being around people like that's that's where i get all my energy from you know that that sets me up for the rest of the day then to be in a good mood and um, you, you, you,
0: just... you, you, you do seem like such a good and like i can feel that like you do, just seem like a like the buzz around the place. Anytime you're in a room, it, it lifts that you. you just seem like a very, very, very like upbeat person. So
1: yeah, I, like my fa- my favorite thing to do during the day is put a smile on someone's face. Like as cheesy as it sounds, you know, I, I love that. You know, I love I love being the reason that someone's laughing. Like, oh, I, I love being the reason that someone has a smile on their face.
2: percent.
1: Um, but uh, I I. I I started the first lockdown with great intentions. You know, I'm going to get in great shape here and all that. But then mental health started to deteriorate and I actually ended up putting on loads of weight. Um, so at the minute, in terms of, um, like, exercise and stuff, mostly I'm just skateboarding. Um, I got back on a skateboard for the first time and I don't know how many years, like, for this lockdown, just for something to do and ended up loving it. So I am skateboard a lot now and, you know, it's great. Like, I've, I've burned, like, what nearly nearly 3 000 calories already so today um so I'm going, it's just I, about you
0: know yeah i'm going out for a run i've started started running i've got an app where you're uh escaping so you're from,
1: running escaping running from destroys it. my knees and hips i can't
0: oh man i i've had i've had i've had a lot of operations but i'm gonna give it a go uh i got an app that yeah i got an app that you've you're, run for, you're running from the zombie apocalypse so that might keep it a bit entertaining um yeah but now i've had a few operations so i'm gonna try and be wary of it i'm trying to i'm trying to yeah your, t- t- yourself into it take your rest days but in terms of the mental health i'm i'm a big big advocate for doing stuff that makes you happy and kind of kind of keeping yeah, your mental absolutely. Like this podcast and college zoom calls with college friends what has it been um what, what what would you say if you're if there's people listening in terms of this look because the lockdown is going to the lockdown is intensifying we need to control it what what would be your if you were to like tell someone in that position? What, what would your advice be in terms of mental health? Because it's just as important. I think it's more important than my physical health in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I actually agree with you on that. Um, now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying, uh, ah, fuck the lockdown. Go see your friends, you know. Yeah. Go r- rub elbows and have a few drinks in someone's house. I don't, I don't condone that at all and I'm not saying that at all. I, what I'm saying is when I go skateboard with some of my friends, I wear a mask even when I'm outside. And I make an active effort to social distance every second of that time. Now it's silly to think I can stay two meters away from everybody for every second of the day. You know, you might roll past each other or whatever, but the fact is if, if it's something that you need to do to make to make yourself happy and you don't have to go to bed at night uh, regretful because you weren't safe uh, or wake up the next morning and think, Oh God, what am I after doing? Because you know, you were, you're not being careful. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself happy, but do it safely and do it with other people in mind. Like, I'm not being safe for myself. I think I would be fine. I live in a house with my 55-year-old father. I'm being careful for him.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: he, who he helps out or a couple of our neighbours that does shopping for our older neighbours um, and drops the food over to them. Like, you know, just to try to do his part. I don't want to... Give him something that then gives to them, you know. So that's the way I think about it. Um, now I did, I stayed, I basically stayed in my room or in work for two weeks, um, and at the end of the two weeks, I just had a mental breakdown, and I was bawling, crying in my room. I couldn't give anyone a reason why.
0: Yeah, um, it's 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 mental. You find yourself just so you find yourself down, and someone's like asked why, and you're just like. I, I, there's no there's no there, there's no there's yeah. no the mind is a i'd, I'd love if there I, I know there's things out there but i'd love to just i'd love to learn more about the mental health side of the brain and stuff like that I, I, that's something yeah. I, I i say i do it but i i, I sometimes think you, you you're you're probably busy but i'd love to learn more about the mental health side of the brain because it's it's a fast it's yeah. a fascinating thing because it it's unexplainable sometimes it's mad. um
1: it is absolutely unexplainable you know like how you could be you know like just sitting in a room full of people and and you you feel like no one understands you or or it's just these little tiny doubts of like does anyone actually want me in this room right now um yeah
0: t- yeah It's 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 that, that's what comes with that's why the stigma is there because sometimes there's no yeah. reason for it and that, that that's what that's what the the dickheads for want of a better term latch on to where they're like yeah, there's, no there's no reason for there's no reason for and then it turns into that attention seeking so kind of Accusations yeah. and stuff, but um, but no, that that, that that's our that's our clip, um, that, that's our sound clip for for the for the preview because that was couldn't have said it better myself, um, uh, Clayton. That that, um, that mental health, your mental health is most important. So if you're listening to this, we always say at the start, just mind yourself and stick on the podcast and yeah. go for a walk, get some fresh air, Do, yeah, uh, or,
1: or or even meet your friend, yeah. wear a mask, go for a walk, talk. Talk yeah. to someone who Talk. you trust and who you love, you know. Like me, me and my best friend, we'll we'll go for a walk or we'll go for a skate. We'll do whatever it is, and we'll go even when it's raining. If it's lashing raining, exactly. we'll go yeah. get a coffee out yeah. of our favorite little uh, cafe in carlo town where I live, carlo town And uh, there's this lovely little cafe called Neighborhood Espresso. You know they do this thing called a suspended coffee, where you buy a coffee you write a little note on a post-it and if someone's having a bad day they can get a free coffee you know and so we love going on there we'll get that and then we'll go to a car park underground and we'll sit social distanced and we'll talk to each other
0: exactly
1: and we don't have to talk about what's on our mind or what's upsetting us i just know that i have someone there that Comfortable around, and just be careful, because you don't have to go through this by yourself.
0: Exactly, couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. It's, um, so mind <laughs> yourselves, and uh, we will end on the biggest the biggest high we can. We'll get we'll get the, we'll get the positive thoughts up. Um, first of all, can you believe? Yeah. Can you believe it's been thirteen months since that night, and uh, that that is meant that is mental. Like what the oh. fuck, what, what the fuck has happened? Like it's 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 mad crazy. But, but I was telling you off air, I was meant to be at this show. Um, but obviously, I had a house party that went very wrong, um, and I couldn't be there. And I was kicking myself, uh, because you guys put on, and I'm I watched it just there. And, um, I'm not blown smoke, that was one of the best matches of the year. Um, they're, it's on YouTube, I'll put it in the link, uh, put all the, all the links in the description. That night that night was unbelievable. How was that for you? The triple threat match, winner take all. Obviously, I, I was at the f- chapter where you've got. Uh, the contracts got cashed in. He's got cheated out of it uh, yes. and all that. And then talk to me about that. And then the build and ever. Just let, let's get positive. How was that? That must have been fucking unreal.
1: Oh man, that was that was that was definitely one of the best days of my life so far. Um, you know, like we were so excited, like all day. You know, we just there was a thing in the air where it was like we knew it was going to be special that day, like. Just even the whole the whole process of getting the match together, like um, and then like you know there was people coming in with their own ideas. Like LJ Cleary it has a mind for this business, like none other. Like yeah. he, so so intelligent. Um, I'd love like, to get him on here and talk. Of, I'd love to get
0: I'm him. I'm sure he'd be talk. up for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. but well, I know, um, but it may amazing.
1: Um, but. We we just that day, that whole day, the 29th of December, two thousand and nineteen, was one of the best days of my life so far. Like one without a doubt. Um, that that forty minutes in the ring is is the thing that I am most proud of. How
0: many times have you watched right it? Now. How many times have you watched
1: it? The, the Don Lives. Ah, ah, you know what? I've watched. <laughs> I've probably watched it about fifteen or probably times myself. Like, um. I watched it a couple of weeks back, and, and just I cried like because oh, you know I I I miss it so much. I, I haven't seen them lads. They're they're some of my best friends in the world. You know I haven't seen them since last June. Um, we all went to Hoth in County Dublin, um, and that's the last time I seen them. And uh, I just watched it back, and I was just you know I just kind it hit me after watching it how much I miss it and like how much I I miss. Creating that that atmosphere for people to sit in, like, um, it, it was just something so special, like, and for that whole day, and then after the show that night, like, I had a lot of people come up from Cardiff to watch that show, and um, there was a lad actually, uh, trying to get a documentary done, uh, in, in the run up for me to that show as well, like, you know, uh, he came up and he got a few interviews and he recorded clips of the match, um. So it was just so something so special to me that uh, I'll never ever never forget. Like it, will be a story that I'll tell my kids.
0: Yeah. Um. Speaking like you personally, uh, it just highlighted your versatility because I was watching a match and you did like the torpe Kong Halo. But my favorite bit was obviously I was, as I was telling you the kick transitions, the quick kicks, yeah. the that that just come naturally to you. But they're so when you when you see them in the ring and it, it, it's no disrespect to like the the stuff we see the nowadays where it's a lot of the wrestling stuff but when you see someone put do those kicks when you see Alistair Black black mask someone's head off it is that kind of thing oh this is different and when you see yeah. like my Bay and, and I love that sort of stuff um what is it like for you to just you you must be really happy to you have that kind of perfect arsenal of like very diverse but like well-rounded arsenal on you and you that was probably the best showcase of that that you've had
1: yeah absolutely like that's what sets me apart from other people um uh, not 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 to blow or toot my own horn as they'd say like but i don't know if anyone in irish wrestling can put together um like little combat scenarios like that like me like no one like, like and they shouldn't be able there's no other black belt in karate for I wrestle, and I don't think so. I should have the better looking kicks and all that. Like if I didn't, there would be something wrong. So I think, yeah, like absolutely. That that match, like I got to show such a different side to my wrestling. Like I got to show my selling a lot. Like
0: we'll get on to um, that. We'll, we'll get on to that because <laughs> yeah, well, that's a perfect trend. That um, first of all, that back bump on the apron, um, and then the, the screams and the yeah. the, the agony. Well, I I was thinking. You're a very, very good seller, but most of that must have been from actual pain. Because as we know, Michael Cole tells us every week, it's the hardest part of the ring. How hard is that? It is how, the hardest part how, of the ring. How hard, yeah. how hard is that? And, and what was that like for like that 10 minutes? It must have been pain, but you knew you um, were doing something.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was, um, when, when we had talked about doing it, um, it was one of those things where we're like, if it goes wrong, uh, so the thing was, obviously, it was a couple of kick combinations and then Tope over the top, get back in, Tope over the other side. I had done that in the match previous, I think, um, and took both of them out. But uh, Darren had scouted it and he caught me and uh, then powerbombed me on to the edge of the ring. But if it was a case of where it went wrong, where Darren couldn't catch me properly, which we never had a doubt in our mind, that, that was going to be the case. Like I didn't, I fully trusted him anyway. Um well you'd want to, like, you know, your head's going yeah, straight exactly. towards the ground. You need another yeah. man to pull you out of midair, like, but I yeah. uh, absolutely trusted him. Um but the alternative was, you know, I, I put him back in the ring, pick him up, put him back in the ring, and then get up onto the top rope and he was going to push me off so that I take my own bump onto the edge of the apron.
2: Mm.
1: Um, which I didn't want to do because I knew that he'd be able to put me safely on the edge of the apron. Um, safer than I would have done if I had to flip off the top rope onto it. Um, but it actually. It was it was quite sore because the boards can sometimes overlap and stuff. So you like land on a corner of a board or something. Quite quite sore, but um, nowhere near in terms of uh, what we made people believe. It wasn't anywhere oh, near that. Man, but, you um, saw
0: you saw the fuck out of it, man. <laughs> That was.
1: Yeah, that, that I, uh, I I, I texted my sister. Um. Did before the match started and I said look there's going to be a point in this match where you would be extremely worried I was like but don't worry I'm okay it's for the show so like just because I know I didn't I didn't want them you know to, to be worried sick um, so I had to let them know a little bit in advance which um, I think I'm really glad I did because uh, just yeah, I was like lying face down on the ground and screaming and we wanted to make it look as real as possible so that um um, like they were on the ground, or I was on the ground, and uh, the boys were saying like, "Oh no, lad, seriously, stop!" Which were Martin and Brad were saying like, "No, lad, seriously, stop!" He's actually hurt. Like, you know, saying that, and uh, I know Foxy was at the other side of the ring, and Nathan went over and said something to him so that the, the the smarter fans also we could try get them as well. Yeah. Um. So so Nathan whispered something to Foxy. So then it was nearly a thing of like. Even the the smarter fans had noticed that, so we wanted to try to get them the roped the, in as well.
0: The front row lads, the front row lads, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But um, um, like, it's my because you were saying like you told your sister there. That's a that's actually a, like a like a funny thing because one of the best stories from last year I remember was when Moxley and Omega had the unsanctioned match where they had the trampoline barbed wire, I don't know if you remember it, the big the big trampoline and barbwire and stuff. And uh, yeah. Renee Renee and Renee Young wasn't told about it and she went on Twitter being like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he's going to like, <laughs> and she, and obviously you got a bollocking afterwards from her being like, what the fuck? Yeah. you know? Cause So, so, so i say there's a lot of cases sometimes where someone knows there's a spot coming and they have to text their family being like, I'm not dead. All right. Like if you see this, happen, yeah. I'm all right. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. It was just a thing of, because I know they had, um, there was quite a few of the kids from our karate class as well, came to watch it. And uh, my mother was there and my father was there like, in. You know, I just I, I didn't want my ma to be you know upset like so. I just said, Look, this is <laughs> there's going I didn't tell him when I just told him there's gonna be a part in this where you're gonna be worried sick, but don't worry, I'm okay. Yeah. But uh, uh and I then tried to get everybody else worried sick. Oh, yeah. oh yeah.
0: I I was like I I want to ask him that. Was he actually all right? Well the answer is yes, uh because he's still standing. Yeah, I was, yeah. Because <laughs> he's still standing. <laughs> uh but um I wanted to ask you that near falls because when done right there, amazing, and that near fall after the disaster kick into the kiwi crusher, and your arm just comes up. First of all, that was unbelievable. Like it was, an, like a moment where it was like it was like an NXT takeover main event where you're just like, holy shit, this is he, he's actually yeah. not down. Gargano's not down or whatever. But what's that for you? Is it listening to the hand hit the mat? Is it what counting one, two, three in your head? What's the when you're trying to get that perfect near fall? Uh, is this, is it just a lot of repetition, or is it just is it just in the moment? It must be just in the mo- in the bubble.
1: Um, it's actually all down to the referee, and yeah. um, very very lucky we had uh, Foxy with us, you know, who is extremely talented. One of the job. best refs in
0: one of the f- friends of the um, show, Foxy, one of the best refs in the world. <laughs> Hi, Foxy.
1: He uh, he says now to you. Yeah. Oh. Right. So when his hand is on the way down, he'll tell you now, and um it was it was uh, the one where uh, they didn't want a really strong kick out so I just lifted my shoulder up off the mat very slowly
0: oh it was unbelievable like it was one of the best it, it was just like because it was one of them where like I like that where one person knows that he kicked out and then two people and three people and all of a sudden you get that kind of rise pop where people are like oh shit you actually kicked out because you can't really yeah. see it the start like no one even knows if you kicked out or not because I, I noticed for like two seconds it was like has he actually kicked out it yeah. was one of the like just amazing and uh then the triple 450 i was just wondering like when you're hitting that it was like one of if one of us fucks this up this is a great moment Yeah. it was like we better hit this 450 properly you're probably focused on your own 450 making sure it was all good yeah
1: you don't look at anyone else around you when you're on that top rope it never gets any less scary for me anyway every time I get up there and I'm about to do a 450 I'm like why am I doing this this is so scary and you just think of all the things that could go wrong and then you just say ah oh, I'm going for it anyway
0: yeah um are you so yeah he's won the belts still champions um yeah, still champions still champs who would you want to try you're taking all comers but um who and who do you think is going to be going, going for them belts who would you like to face
1: uh do you know what i think the most fitting i think the most the most fitting restart would be to go back to how it all finished and uh, I, I would love to get back in the ring with more Than hype again Um, I think I think we'd I think we'd be able to start off a, a, a resurgence again right where we left off I think I think we'd be able to get people back on their feet get people excited for wrestling again
0: oh because um, this scene I keep telling people who are kind of like fans that just go to on genre there is some serious fucking talent in this Kelly explain you, you, you guys uh Justin Daniels is 16 fucking years of age and um, okay. just talk about some of the oh, people three. who t- oh tree talk about some of the people that we don't know and what's going on like just talk to just reassure people who probably won't know that this scene what what some people know and I I know to an extent that there is a scene out there because I've talked to a few people that there's a scene out there that's so 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 good and just as yeah. someone who someone who works behind it how good is it I uh,
1: like if if you think what we put together in that six man was something special now it was but in a couple of years time we'll be sitting at episode 40 50 and you're going to see something even more spectacular with obviously Brad was in that match with us as well flambian fabio and fabio, Flabio, mm. and fabio. He man. was in that match with us um he's also i think only gone 18 yeah
0: um i think he was seven
1: Shark Bit, Adam mm-hmm. Farrell, seriously talented as well. Yeah. Um, you have um the Tree, Justin Daniels big grab. Then you yeah. have the, the lads uh, that are coming up in the mid card mafia as well. Oh. <laughs> you know, Connor Day, Dom Love. Tuck, Jason Steins, um, Dylan and Dom as well. Uh, Devon West. You know you, you got. They they're coming up too.
0: And you um, and and then you mix that with. Terry Thatcher and Paddy Morrow and oh, all those lads who can yeah. still who can still go and I love that mesh where it's like when Ter- Terry fought that Justin at that I love when like the old uh, the Olgar, that was not, a great not, match. Sorry Terry, not Olga. <laughs> when 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 the when the experienced lads go up against the yeah. the it's it, 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 that was a the great newcomers. match. The newcomers that was and fantastic. And like I tell that was
1: Justin Daniel's day. That was yeah.
0: And then the Happy Birthday in the ring for the. For the the young lad at the ringside. It's just was perfect. Yeah. But I tell people, uh, ta- it
1: goes to show the type of person that Justin is. Like that wasn't Justin saying that for for his character to look no. good or anything like that. That was just straight up Justin Daniels. That's the person he is, and that's why he deserves to get everything that's going to come to him in terms of like he's going to have an amazing career. He's so that, so talented and so hard working.
0: And the same goes for you. The Same goes for you. I've just I've spoken to you for like an hour, and you're just so level headed and so down down to earth and can't wait to chat to you a bit more about when get martin on and chat to you more but like yeah. I, and and like i say to people could you imagine the fire that's going to be lit under your, arse, your arses your asses, and the passion and the determination that shows when we come back so yeah. they, they got rid of they got rid of the the negativity and we have fully blown with positivity and the talent that's in here now look at our own backyard don't be looking at import look at our own backyard it's Fucking, yeah absolutely it's, it's i know people people are like oh oh we're not gonna be able to get people over and people won't want to there's a f- look, look at your own we don't need them look at your own like and, yeah. and, and as you were saying it's just it's fantastic it's just fantastic to see and it's great it's just, yeah, it b- is. B- before you leave just it's uh just talk about how what what your what your aims are and how how much how determined are you to hit the ground running after the lockdown
1: uh, goals I, I want I just want to wrestle everywhere and anywhere when it gets back up and running, you know, like um I just I want it to be my job, you know. Um eventually I want yeah. it to be my job. Um if that doesn't happen, you know, that's okay. Um I'm happy with, with everything we've done so far. I, I'm not happy to leave it at that. No. I definitely I want to push, push and push more and more. Um I think when we see a deadline. And we see, you know, we could possibly have a show in four months. When that type of scenario is there, I think I'll I'll definitely have a fire lit under my arse, and I think mm-hmm. me personally, I'll be able to come back in great shape. Like you know, I'm a very goal driven person, and um, so when I when I do get get that end end date in sight, and I think okay, we'll be able to have a show. Hopefully, then I'll be able to work my ass off, and hopefully be able to come back and and have that belt look. Really, got around my waist. Oh yeah, and then be able to put a, an absolute masterclass on in the ring. Hopefully, when when we do get back, um, face all challengers, you know, and just give absolutely everything into every single match, you know, um, just really, really make a run for it, um, for the next couple of years when we get back, um, that's that's kind of where motivation is, you know. It's like to really. Hit the ground, you know. Start as you mean to go on, type of thing. Um, really, like just really get going from the very beginning, um, and just and just keep progressing onwards and upwards. Um, my main goal out of wrestling at the minute, um, would be to main event an OTT show. Oh, you
2: yeah. know,
1: um, right, right now, I think when we go back, we won't have announced matches and all again, and we'll start from scratch. And I'm absolutely okay with that but I definitely want to push that and put the work in so that it's, you know, we, we end up... You know, my dream match, my dream match of all time right now would be uh, a Rock Shandy Modern Hype main event for the OTT Championships. Oh, Championships. Man. oh that's, man. That's my dream match of all time. If, if that if that If we ever could get that, obviously warranted, you know, talent and we work and we get there, Naturally, and it's not forced in any way. I I could, I could. Uh, whenever I'm finished up at wrestling, I could be a happy man. You know, oh, yeah. like uh, obviously I got the European Championship in karate. I was happy with that. You know, I don't I don't have any regrets from when when I decided I'm not going to compete anymore. Um, and I don't have to think, oh, what if? Um, I think that in terms of my ultimate goal in wrestling would be to have uh, Club Rocks and the uh, More Than Hype for the OTT Tag Team Championships in a main event, hopefully in a stadium.
0: Uh, and I wouldn't put that past you. Um... This was one of my favourite ever interviews. It, it we we just went and went and it's gone on a lot. It's gone on longer than we then then we first thought. But yeah, it was a very
1: long conversation. Very long,
0: on. very long conversation. But like we could speak for ages more. We've got some. We can. Yeah, do I feel detailed. like
1: we could talk for hours, man. To be honest, very oh, percent, very very, very naturally are good, really good at holding the conversation i have to say you're very good oh, at what you do
0: thanks man um uh we try it's something to do with lockdown we've been doing plenty of them so you can't be bad at them after yeah. doing no excuses now but um but like anyone listening to this um we're on project this we're on a network with um a few podcasts so anyone listening to this who hasn't seen irish wrestling look up club rock shandy i'll put all the links and get used to them because they will be uh, on your screens for a long time to come, Clong. Um, I'm going to let you plug everything you have. If you have anything or any matches that you want, or, or any social media or anything whatsoever, or Rate My Play if they want a free free plug. Yeah, go uh, look at Rate My Play and <laughs>
1: tag Martin Stairs in every one of them.
0: Spam, <laughs> um, but like here, the floor is yours, man.
1: Um. Well, first off, the floor is mine. So I just want to say thanks very much for having me on. Legend. Um, I put out a tweet. Saying that I wanted to be on a podcast and talk about all sorts. You're the first person that got me on. So thank you very much for that. No uh, problem at
0: all. Anytime. it's a
1: it's a, it's a small dream, but it's a dream come true. Um and I'm absolutely looking forward to getting on and doing uh Klong and Reign's MMA. Oh uh, well, well we have we, we, well.
0: Uh, well we'll get it because this this Ditz does nice uh our project dates are good uh doesn't give out his real name, but he does some nice graphics so I'll we'll get a graphic together and I'm not I'm not now that'd I'll, be great. I'm not we're both people who are fans of MMA who don't claim to be experts. We're just going to chat shit about. That's that. that yeah. That's what the plan is. So uh, um, whatever,
1: whatever. Social media is then. I have Instagram, uh, Clayton L uh, two two three. Twitter. I'm at Clung Pro Um And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have.
0: And I'll link a few. Um, I'll link you know, the link the more than how you, I'll link that six man because it's well worth your time. Yeah. Um this has been so enjoyable. Um hopefully I'll get it out um soon. Hopefully ne- sometime next week. So we'll know if we are right about the fights. Um as for us, we're on Project Dits Um you can find uh just Hallway ha- at Project Dits on Twitter, at Hallway Graps pod on Twitter. Uh, check out the Kerry Silken interview. Um interview Kerry Silken on the first of January. Um former ROH honor talking about Joe Kabashi and Uh, paul McCartney concerts it's i i'd I'd, if you if you're looking for a good listen clon i didn't say anything he's he is a uh is a fascinating fascinating character uh so that was that was quite interesting um and we're just weekly episodes uh we'll get back into reviewing all takeovers uh soon enough with some cool guests uh i'm interviewing jay chris tomorrow um obviously impact former impact x division champion so look out for that as well and obviously this interview and uh yeah we'll see you next time um i've been the manager now Genetics forgot rain that's been clayton long and this has been the hallway wrestling podcast one of the best episodes we've ever done and um, see you next time